I'm Siobhan Barnes, ex-commercial and corporate real estate professional turned leadership and life coach, supporting high-achieving professionals to step into purpose-led careers without having to sacrifice their soul, sanity, or steady paycheck. I've coached hundreds of professionals to figure out their unique path to create meaningful success that feels as good on the inside as it looks on the outside using my signature aligned achievement method. In this podcast, I'll share how you can get clarity on your unique path, how to make an impact and step into more purpose in a way that's right and true for you. Let's dive in. As this podcast is going to air, it is officially the Lunar New Year. So I am wishing you a joy-filled, healthy, and resilient year of the dragon ahead. For those of you in Hong Kong, this is officially the start of the year for me. I don't know about you, but January 1st can seem like the start of the year because obviously it is officially the start of the calendar year. However, for me, I find that energetically and just mindset-wise, I feel like the Lulu New Year is officially the start. And so if the beginning of 2024 hasn't gone according to plan, if you feel like you haven't gotten started yet, then let this be an invitation to say, don't worry about it. We're here officially in a new year and let's get started. The truth is we can always start again at any point in time. We don't have to wait for the end of the month, a new moon, a new astrological year to be the start of something special. Sure, it can be. However, you can always create change in your life, no matter where you are and what you are going through. And so today I really wanted to talk about how to navigate a reinvention, a time of change, a time of transition without losing your mind and your sanity. Because when you're going through a change, a lot can seem difficult to control and hard to understand what's going on. So if you're wanting to create change or going through a season of reinvention, there are five levels that I want to invite you to think about in order to create that new change, that new desire that you have on your mind. So this applies to you if you are looking to change jobs. This applies to you if you're going through a transition in your relationship status. This applies if you're moving countries. This applies if you're just feeling like you're shedding something, you're going from the old you into the new you. I know that that was me last year as I had a really big birthday. So I want to share with you five levels of behavior change to provide some framework as to what you really need to do in order to create something different for yourself. So these five levels, I'm going to walk you through them so that you understand why it's important to look at it beyond just setting goals, looking at your schedule and your to-do list, and how you really need to do a bit of deeper work to really explore who you are, your thoughts, your feelings in order to create that change. So before I get too ahead of myself, here are the five levels of behavior change that are required to call in something new or something different. Where we start, I want you to imagine that there is a pyramid, right? So if you're listening to this podcast, just imagine that there's a triangle in front of you. And I want you to imagine that there are five levels to that pyramid. At the bottom are the results. So the thing that you're looking to create for yourself. So let's say, for example, you're going through a career change. You might want to land that job at Google or Amazon or wherever it is that you might want to be. 
or perhaps your career is going great, but you're focusing on settling down and you want to find someone, then that might be the result you're looking for. Or perhaps you're just wanting to be more confident and to create some kind of change in your life in another area. So the bottom of that triangle is really about the results that you're looking for. If you go up a layer, what you're going to need to think about is the behaviors that you're taking in order to achieve that result, right? What are you going to do to get there? And that's often where most of us think. We think about the things that we need to do. So if we, for example, have a result of getting strong or losing 10 pounds or whatever it might be, again, not advocating that these are the right things to be looking to do. I'm just giving these as examples. Then if we're looking at that area of health and our behavior goals might be to get to the gym three times a week or tidy up our nutrition and get into meal planning, whatever that might be, right? We need to change that behavior in order to get that result. Now, in order to get to that level of behavior, our thoughts and our feelings need to be aligned. So the layer up, the two layers above the triangle from behavior is first feeling, and then we have thoughts. So we have to feel like, yes, this is what I want to do, or feel confident that we're willing to change our behavior in order to get that result. And in order to do that, our thoughts also need to be on board. So these two go very closely together. I really believe they're kind of meshed together, could even be one layer, but just for the sake of clarity, I've separated them here. So let's say, for example, your thought is, I need to create a meal plan to lose the weight, whatever it might be. And you might feel really excited and pumped. Then, of course, you're going to have the motivation to change your behavior and get that result, right? But let's say, for example, it's the opposite. Your thought is, I've tried this before and it's never happened. So your feeling is ambivalence and uncertainty, not knowing if this is going to work this time around, which is going to impact your behavior and ultimately your results. So what's the thing at the very top of the triangle we need to think about in order to create the change? It's getting clear on your identity. Who are you? Because once you nail your identity, that's when your thoughts and feelings fall into place. That's when your behaviors suddenly come into check and you find yourself actually achieving the results that you're looking for. And at the end of the day, most of us know that it's not the actual result that brings us the satisfaction. It is the process. It is the becoming that is the joyful part, that is the fulfilling part. So we need to come back to the identity. Which, when you're going through a reinvention, is a very natural time of questioning who you are, what do you want, why are you here, and asking those kind of bigger existential questions. So your identity is a core area that you want to begin to look at if you want your thoughts, your feelings, and your behaviors to fall into line so that you get those results. So going back to that health analogy, if you identify as a healthy person, then you're going to feel more excited about creating that meal plan, right? You're going to feel like, yes, it's going to work this time. I feel really confident and that's going to drive that behavior to change and ultimately that result. Similarly, if you want to get to the gym, if you identify as someone who exercises and moves their body, then you're going to think, I take care of myself. I feel good when I exercise and that's going to impact your behavior. So you show up to the gym or whatever chosen exercise you have, and that's going to create the result you're looking for in terms of being fitter and healthier. Same thing applies when it comes to your career. And this is the fundamental thing that I see particularly with women is that the identity is one of perfectionism. It's one of procrastinator. It's one of analysis paralysis. These identities of not good enough, you know, imposter, these identities can create our results because we don't feel full body conviction that we are enough to go after what it is that we desire. 
And I was speaking to my lean in circle about this the other day. We were talking about some of the challenges that we face. The topic we were talking about specifically was around negotiating as women. And so if we have an identity of not being a negotiator, not being a salesperson, not being aggressive or being forthright, then that's ultimately going to impact our results, just to give you another example. And so if you're going through a reinvention or you're using this Lunar New Year to create change in your life, the invitation for you is to think about what is the identity that you desire to embody that's going to allow you to create that result. And then once you're clear on that, asking yourself, what does someone with that identity do? What action do they take? And not necessarily someone else, because I think we can draw inspiration from other people, but ultimately we're going to do it our way. So if you need to think about how someone else would do it, sure, but cross-check that with how that feels to you, because there are many different ways to get to that result. And you've got to make choices and decisions that are in alignment with your values, what your season in life is, and how you want to show up. So my invitation for you is to think about what is the highest next level identity that you can step into in order to create the result that you're looking for and to begin to flesh out what would this version of you think about herself? What would she feel about themselves? What behaviors would they take? And what's the path that's going to drive that result? And it's going to be different for each and every one of us, even if our result that we're looking for is the same. I'll give you an example of this. Obviously, I have my own coaching business and I might have the same desired result as a peer to hit a certain milestone in terms of working with number of clients or revenue, for example. But the identity that I need to embody to create that result for myself is going to be very different for my peer. And the behaviors that feel congruent for me are going to be different. My peer might prefer to go to networking events and do everything in person, whereas I'm a hybrid. I do some stuff in person. I do some stuff mostly online because I reach an international audience. So it has to be aligned and true for you. And what I will say is that no matter what your identity is that you're embodying, please include this fundamental thought and this fundamental belief, which is this. You are enough and that you do not have to work yourself to the bone in order to create the result that you're looking for. Time and time again, when I work with my clients, one of the first hurdles and the biggest challenges we have to look at before we can get to the bigger picture stuff of thinking about what do you want to do and what goal do you want to set is to get up and out from these tendencies of burnout, of not having enough time for yourself, of not prioritizing yourself. And I really want to support you to step away from that. So stay tuned because I'll have more to share on an opportunity where if you desire, you can be supported on this exact topic because believe you me, you can have all the best intentions. You can know what identity you need to embody, what you need to think, feel, what strategies work to get that result you're looking for. But if you don't actually change how you're showing up and carve out time in your schedule for you to prioritize you, none of it is going to happen. And so I really want that for you in this lunar new year of the dragon. Let's bring that fierceness. Let's bring that fire. Although I don't think it's the fire dragon this year, but you know what I mean? The dragon is fierce. 
And whether it's the start of 2024 for you, let's do this. Let's make this incredible change. And more to come, as I said, but in the meantime, journal on those questions, think about what that might be for you and come on over and share this with me. If we're connected on LinkedIn or on Instagram, let me know what is the next level identity that you're choosing to step into to create that result that you're looking for. I would love, love, love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. As I said, wishing you a healthy, a joy-filled and resilient year of the dragon. And I shall see you next week. And please remember, as always, you are here for a reason beyond merely hustling, grinding and merely surviving. You matter. <laughs>